I'm Jake Bruton, and today on the Unbuild It podcast, I am your only regular host. I am joined today. Uh, Tim Mueller is sitting in for Steve Basic. Tim, I, I hope I can fill that that large seat. <laughs> what he always he always says, 140 pound frame. Yeah. Uh, Steve had a previous engagement and one that was unable to make it on the Sega Switzerland trip. Uh, thankfully, he got to see part of it in January, uh, and. If you're also wondering, Peter Yost is not here today. Uh, Peter ha- Peter's officially too old to travel, um, not just internationally. Like he's not supposed to leave the neighborhood without his oxygen tank or his wheelchair or his nurse. Uh, and so I think it's just easier for Pete to just be at home and get older and older. And there's like a father time thing going on with Pete right now. Uh, I told Pete the other day, Tim, that. He'll know that he's too old when I quit making fun of him for being old. And then he set up a perfect old joke on the podcast, and I sat there and did nothing. And he stared at me for like a full 10 seconds like, did that just happen? <laughs> did he just, did I just, did I just get too old? Uh, and the other laugh that you hear in the background is Chris Merchandani. Chris is live free contracting on Instagram. Oh, I didn't say Tim's awesome framers on Instagram, if you, if you didn't it's recognize. It's the most ironic name on Instagram. Right? <laughs> you are pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. Chris, thank you for joining Tim and I. Tim, thank you for sitting in all week. Nice to be here. Thanks for Again. having us. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like we sat here for a while. We uh, might have. So I, this, I knew this might come up. If any of these jokes seem like they don't play well in the room, like nobody thinks it's funny, it's because all of these jokes and all of this content has already been ran through once. We did a dry run where we thought we were recording, where, where I thought we were recording, uh, and we weren't. And so I have to say thank you again because you guys are skipping the Sega barbecue to record the same thing that we just recorded. I, I feel like it's Michael Scott saying, you know, an opening line is so important. I like to try out two or three to see which land. <laughs> see what happens when Steve and Peter aren't around? Yeah, exactly. There's no adult supervision and nobody remembers to press record, which is not even a real joke because neither one of them know how to work the equipment. <laughs> they don't even know which end goes into the mic and which end goes into the pod track. So. Architects, am I right? <laughs> and <Good>. consultants. <laughs> they have no real world experience <laughs> i'm sorry peter this, this sorry. Is, uh, round two might be better than round uh, one yeah. we're off to a good start so uh which one of you would like to say where we are this week go for you, it chris you want to play paper rock scissors <laughs> i haven't played that in 20 years okay uh we Maybe are in switzerland it. we are in, how do you pronounce russwell russwell yes Russell, little town just outside of lucerne it was about a half an hour drive for us and we are at the sega factory tour checking out their main facilities here and it has been a great day have you guys had some fun I, yeah i've had a blast we're we're literally at the end of day one like everybody was here yesterday uh, a lot of us went to dinner last night but today is the beginning of the sega events we should also note that this is not their only facility this is just headquarters uh, and I asked, just so you guys know, I asked Etienne if we could see the other facility and went, nope, that's where R&D is. Nine. He said nine. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> and he was like, most of our employees don't get to see that oh, facility. Oh, interesting. And I was like, that's wow. pretty cool. Like, they're top secret. Yeah. They they got the special sauce and they're keeping mm. a hold of it. So Classified stamp. So run us through the beginning of our day, Tim. Skip breakfast, though. Okay. And that's the same joke I made the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's still just as good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Breakfast started at 7. We had to be on the bus by 7.25. So what, what did we actually start about? Like 8.15? 8.30? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, what was the start? You know, Etienne had the nice comments at the beginning, kind of outlining what the, what the, what would you say? Like, um, not really mission statement of their, Sega. Their ethical awareness yeah. of what their position in the world is. Yeah, which was essentially contribute and try to make things better. And and they have an opportunity to, like, really push the envelope without pun? making a nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should have a little pun announcement yeah. that comes at the beginning of every pun. Uh, that they can they can push the envelope in the world of air sealing and and managing for that, and that can have a greater impact on the world. And you and I were just talking about Switzerland. Kind of feels like that when you're here, just yeah. like as a country. So it yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, the community. Um, just to brag a little, Nikki and I have spent three days in Lauterbrunnen and then three days up in Grindelwald and then, then traveling on trains. I think Switzerland has like the most rail of any country in the world, I think. It's on Wikipedia, so you know it's got to be true, right? Mm-hmm. It must be. But getting around and seeing people, interacting with people, and then seeing how they live and like right here where we're at, seeing the farmland right around this facility, there's such a sense of calm. And it seems to translate into, like, how many people did we meet today that are not Swiss, but they work for Sega, and they speak how many different languages, yeah. and then they've got PhDs. The and, majority of the people we talked to. Today. Yeah. And it was like, but, but no, um, no sense of elitism. It was like, they really are working for, I don't know, the, the way that these communities seem to work. It's like, you can't tell where one person's piece of property ends and the other person's begin. It just looks like this tapestry that's been designed and it's just beautiful. Very well, communal, right? Yeah. With this sense of community and doing right by the world, let's talk about the building next door that I'm pointing at that no one can see me pointing at. We uh, see you. We see you. Well, yes. The, that well, is Chris fair. just got to go over there. Yeah. I just took a quick little in and out and it's a cool building and even too they had some photos just along the wall side there of kind of what the building looked like before mm-hmm. they had transformed it into what it is now and they put in a lot of work <laughs> so it's the it's the sega guest house and which we could have stayed at yep in normal years they uh they host tour groups like ours there and it's a facility that has it's basically their own little mini hotel it's 70 people uh the reason we're not staying there is refugees from ukraine so this All whole children. idea of do right by the world, they have the ability and the, the funds available to them to help fellow man in a yeah. way that is like very surprising. Yeah. Like, and they feed them every day. It's like, we could see him come in at lunch today. I don't know that, um, that one kind of hit me on the drive in. Gives you a little bit of the goosebumps too, right? Yeah. This is nothing to do with construction, nothing to do with high performance buildings, things like that. Building science, which we love. They are legitimately just trying to do good out and there and we wouldn't know except that was the reason we weren't staying there yep. yeah. so it's like there's no billboard saying hey we're sponsoring x number of i haven't yeah. seen anything yeah. about that whatsoever we're not housing 10 families that are displaced yeah. and making sure that they have uh i think my comment earlier was like the the thing that they absolutely don't have like the most up in the air thing like right now they have a home a place to sleep they, where they know they're going to be safe and they're going to be fed yeah that's we should also note that Sega gave us no direction and didn't even ask us yeah, to do the podcast. Right. We're doing this because we want to. So well, we're doing it again because we want to. The first time was to get paid. The second time, is to get- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we didn't talk about this the first time through, but since you mentioned that um, this morning, as Etienne showed some of the statistics, just on where we get energy from, Earthwide, right? The massive changes that would need to take place in order to benefit the environment. And what, what was it? You know, he asked us, housing is really, yeah. buildings are the Buildings are 80% energy. So 
their climate is just to make or their pledge is just to try to make things a little better which i think is pretty awesome uh okay so then they we they brought us to the facility we we got to hear a an inspiring presentation from etienne uh which is rare for you know a company to get up and give a talk like that where you're like oh yeah i'm, I'm in let's do it i was like, all in yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and then we immediately started getting some science lessons and hands-on science. science where you actually got to see these ideas about building science uh, in action. Yep. Practical terms. So, Chris, do you want to start with one and explain yeah. how it worked? Yeah, the beer one because, well... Yeah, we should know. Yeah, I'm you, on my second beer now because this is our second podcast. <laughs> I'm still on one, which is why I sound the most, uh, whatever it is that I sound measured like. Measured the first couple of sips. Yeah, so measured. No. We're good. Um, yeah, one of the experiments we saw, simple science, essentially he had emptied a cold beer bottle, had a, let's call it a Swiss coin. I can't remember exactly what it was called because we call them loonies. But he put a Swiss coin on the top of it and immediately put his warm-ish hands on the bottle. We got to watch the coin bump up, jump a little, rattle a little bit, and it had some movement. And that was kind of a cool little experiment right in front of us. And the idea that we took very cold air that was left in the bottle from a cold bottle after the bottle was emptied, the, the, the touching of the bottle then causes enough conduction from the heat of his hands into that small volume of space for that air to expand enough that it has to lift that little coin. Yeah. The, and the the idea of in conjunction with your house is that the the forces are enacted upon your house and you have to be able to manage them. And if you have something that's going to leak simply, then you're not managing what's going on very quickly. It's a, it's a great little, like I would, do that experiment to show crew members or field yeah. crew, you know, like, Hey, look, th- this is how simple it is. Like my hand can cause this volume of air to have a problem, to have an, a leak. So we have to be paying close attention so that we're managing that on the larger scale. Cause there's a heck of a lot bigger force than the palm of my hand. And I'm not just meaning like Tim's hand. <laughs> framer hands. <laughs> we're going back I got, to the framer. I got thing, Chris in the middle of a drink there. I heard him. <laughs> Well, yeah, who, a sip. who won the the box of like breath mints? And I snatched that out of the air. <laughs> yes. I thought they were Ricola. Um, you are they? You yeah. you definitely stuck that catcher's mitt up in the air and, and snatched that thing yeah. out of there. I was pretty proud because I usually miss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Tim, walk us through the uh, sodium bicarbonate experiment that he shared. Okay, so. <laughs> You're going to have to walk us through that because I'm still wrapping my head around that. Okay. So uh, he took a tea light candle, a little bitty uh, round candle. It's a four inch by four inch by four inch glass vase. The tea light's sitting in the bottom and there is baking soda or sodium bicarbonate if you want to be a fancy person uh, around the candle. And as you know from middle school science class... He injected a uh, syringe full of vinegar around it, and that reaction pushes all the oxygen out. It causes CO2. It extinguishes the flame on the candle because the candle doesn't have anything to breathe at that point. And the whole point of this is not to show CO2, O2, or anything, any reaction like that. The whole point is to show diffusion. So... It's an open top vase. He immediately lights another match, sticks it down in the vase, and it goes out again. 
And then we stand there talking about what just happened, why it happened, maybe a couple minutes about what we're having for lunch, and then he lights another match and sticks it down in that open top vase, and the candle will light. And the whole idea is, as we said in the first podcast, Newton's law of second law of thermodynamics, everything goes from more to less. So we're talking about diffusion in this instance. We're talking about everything wants uh, to be equal. So if it's more wet, it wants to be less wet, like the thing next to it. Or if it's less wet, it wants to be more wet, like the thing next to it. Or if there's more oxygen or more CO2, it is all about uh, being equal across whatever the opportunity for assembly is or, or the room or whatever it is. And the idea just is, it's, it sounds so confusing when we say Newton's law of thermodynamics and everything flows from more to less. But if you think of it just as more to less, that's all you really have to know. If, if I put a dry brick in a bucket of water, that brick's going to want to be more like the water and the water's going to want to be more like the brick. Everything is more to less. And if you can master controlling more to less or allowing more to less when necessary, that's, let's call that Jake's first rule of building science. Manage for more to less. You got a rule book now, eh? I do now. So far, it's a post-it note that has crayon on it. Well, but. yeah, and the whiteboard. No, Jake's first law is <laughs> press first record. record. <laughs> Jake's second law is that other manage thing. for more to less. <laughs> Jake's, Jake's second law is basically the same as Newton's. Yeah, so. yeah see law one. <laughs> so, okay, we got to see some really cool hands-on science, but then we also got a really good, uh, and Joe Stebrick uses this all the time, a really good analogy to use with crews or customers about managing and control layers and the the three layers right uh does somebody want to walk us through that so i'm not the only one talking uh, yeah yeah that was nice because so when he, he so which we should have looked up his name in between the two podcasts mm-hmm. right because he's a phd right he's a professor but an outstanding teacher like really brings you sucks you into the discussion we're out of our chairs here's an experiment now sit down let's explain out of our chairs let's do the next one so who was like the half building, half human, right? Yeah. And then he shows us the three layers, like when we're trying to dress to go skiing, snowboarding, hiking, whatever, is you've got your base layer, which needs to wick. Mm-hmm. Then you have your, your like layer of fleece or whatever to and keep you warm. Yep. And then your third layer is the shell, which we're trying to keep the weather out. So applying that to the building, it's like you said, it's not rocket science. It's just... Um, it's, I like it because I'm not really into the building science stuff, so when somebody breaks it down like that, it's easier for me to understand why the things I'm supposed to do are important Yeah, that weren't important 15, 20 years ago, so to speak. Well, and there's this idea that like, as soon as someone puts a story behind something, think of it as uh, like if you've ever read any like sales or marketing books, the, the sales principle is never show people the numbers. It's always tell them a story. If you have a story that goes along with it, the learning is so much easier because then you're going to learn it through the story, not through the science necessarily. That's the way my dumb, dumb brain works. And just the idea of like, oh, well, I understand how a coat works and I understand how a raincoat works. Those are really simple, simple principles to apply to a building. It's just we look at the building and we go, that, oh, no, that's way more complicated. But it's not, you know. Uh yeah, I think that that coat analogy is amazing. Relatable concepts, right? Yeah. yeah. 
It's also yeah, a good argument all... for continuous insulation too, because you don't stuff the insulation yeah. between your ribs. You put yeah. it over top of everything. Yeah. You don't need it. You put <laughs> yeah, it on. You don't need it. You yeah. put it on. <laughs> Although I have to say, as somebody who's not as felt as I used to be, I'm not as cold in the winter as I used to be. <laughs> so maybe you do. But, but eat all, it. All, the skinny, all the skinny people are like, it's freezing out. I'm like, I'm doing great. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yep. Okay, so then we went to some hands-on learning, and we got to see a few new products. So, uh, Chris, do you want to walk us through the very fun window product that we got to play with? Corners. Corners. Oh, my gosh. I think everyone was pretty excited about this one. seemed like it was very feedback-based and problem-solution-oriented. And Sega's come out with a new exterior corner for us, pre-made, ready to go, double taped. And it was quite simple to install. So a and pre-made corner that you has released or liner, release yep. paper, whatever. That, to, for window rough openings. Yeah, yep. to do that corner, the bottom corners. Yep. And I think you had mentioned your wife who had never done a <laughs> corner before. So, okay, full disclosure, the only windows I have ever set are flanged windows nailing okay well some window companies call them flanges but i've been corrected on instagram that they're nailing fins okay so that was new to me i'd never done it so you know you install it to the window set the window it the the flashing is self-adhesive on the opposite side and so for those of you that don't know my brother he's an accountant you know his corner looks like wadded up tissue paper like there's more wrinkles than should be humanly possible <laughs> Mine looked a little better. It had less wrinkles, but still. And then Nikki comes in, has never done anything with flashing tape ever, and it's the most perfect corner. They were taking pictures of it. <laughs> Probably the best one in the group, for sure. Yeah. Which, you know, there's Does a that hurt there. a little? No, not at all. <laughs> no, we've been married for 22 years. Very little hurts. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say, we're past the hurt. We're, we're, past the, we're, we're, we're beyond We're hurt. numb. You're 15, the numbness set in. <laughs> She's smarter than me. She does all the planning, the navigating. I just, I make sure the electronics work. You know what? I feel like our house is the same way, except for I also get to pick up the heavy stuff. I can, I, if, if, if we weren't married, her bag would still be upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or she'd have to pack downstairs, which she's probably smart enough to figure out. And I didn't figure out until after I made the joke. But I think it was a cool one for our group of it was people and and you know we talked about this before the, the I looked at it and thought oh that's the Schluter shower waterproofing outside corner that they pre make for us too yep. it's the exact same shape I knew immediately what it was that he had in his hand I was like oh I understand how this works and we went right into it and it was simple none of the new products that we're going to talk about are available yet so no harassing Etienne or maybe. Uh, it's build tight on Instagram. Send Etienne a message and say, quit showing us stuff that we can't yeah. buy. <laughs> the guys on the Unbuild It podcast told us her, her, to harass you. Well, let's be fair. Unbuild It podcast only has three or four okay. listeners, right? <laughs> and two of them are sitting here <laughs> with me. <laughs> and and the two that are so, normally here. Mom, I'll show you how to use yeah. Instagram and you can send Etienne a message. <laughs> uh, but it's... It's the same idea as the Schluter system. It's a systems approach where everything's going to be under their umbrella. It's, it's, I mean, it really was like a, I think that thing could be a game changer for a lot of people. 
it simplifies that like, oh, are we cutting bow ties? Is this a three piece corner? Well, this other tape stretches, but are we stretching it too far? Or, or, you know, I don't like the way this one, and it's just like, oh, well, this worked really well and easy. It was simple. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see once it comes out and and we get a chance to actually use it and, and kind of figure out the timing. How much does using this system cost versus any other system? Oh, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Factoring time. That's always the thing that it drives Brian and me nuts is that people will be like, you know, you could have done it this way and it's faster. And it's like, that's true. They would have saved us 10 seconds here. Twice as much money to buy that part. But if we look at it and it's at at the holistic, like the whole process and what it saves you in the future, we made that back in time. So not doing like multiple pieces in a corner. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. And clearly, Sega kind of did their research on this. The Schluter corners, like we talked about, they work. They're tight. They're easy to install. And they literally just took a similar working concept and made it compatible with their products. They yeah. have. And that whole product compatibility thing and what works with what, that's always been a bit of a discussion point for so many of us. Yeah. So, And to go to one manufacturer. So real quick, I should interject and say, if you hear plates and forks (laughs) and people laughing and having a good time, I do have to say, really, thank you guys for recording a second one because you really are skipping the barbecue right now. And we can see people eating. Yeah, they look really happy. Ben's out there rubbing his stomach like it's Santa Claus and he just, we left out milk and cookies for him. He's got crumbs in his beard. I've never seen anybody eat as fast as Ben Bogey. Look at that. (laughs) That was a whole rack of ribs. In one that bite. is impressive. How does he do that and breathe? <laughs> I think that's the Somebody point. Somebody should he... tell Ben, we need to breathe, but the whole, our houses need to breathe. You Doesn't know. exist. Yeah. <laughs> breathe, dude, breathe. <clears throat> and so then we got to, uh, we got to tour the facility. We'll come back to new products because this is, we're actually following the, 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 the way that we ran today. Uh, we got to tour the facility. Number one, before we talk about anything about the way that they manufacture Let's talk about the fact that the building's made out of wood because it's better for the environment. Uh, the building was clean, which if you've ever toured an American manufacturing facility, it's like earplugs and a dust mask, <laughs> and it looks like no one's ever cleaned in the entire building, and it looks like they dimmed the lights to make the tour romantic or something. Uh, and then the lighting. There were big windows. You could see outside. You could see the Swiss mountains. Like, it... It all feels very much, and maybe it's by their intent to make us feel this way, or maybe it's by intent to make their employees feel this way. It feels like a nice, warm building to be able to come to work in. I would, I'm blown away by their facility. Yeah. 100%. It's, they have clearly invested into this to make the employee experience as good as possible with the cafeterias, the food, the facilities. And they have running water. Yeah. And we <laughs> should note that they have bathrooms on every floor. And sparkling water on tap. Yeah. Bubbly water on mint tap. Mint gas. <laughs> when you order water, <laughs> order it mint gas or with carbonation. Ah, that's yeah. the one. But clearly, because even too, we met quite a few employees and a lot of them were... 10, 12, 15, 24 years, I think, yeah. was the professor who had been here. And yeah. clearly the employee happiness scale is through the roof. Yeah. So from a manufacturing point of view, besides how cool it was, uh, Tim, do you want to talk us through the put glue on things that then they don't use? <laughs> the <No>. backer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I'd like, I'd really like to do the tour again, you know, just to be a little closer to some of it. It was nice to hear, but so you were talking about the glue goes on the liner yeah. and then, yeah, I would have assumed, or I did assume that the, that you're looking at the facing of whichever one of the flashing tapes it is, yeah. that the adhesive is applied to that and then the liner's added after. So Which when she, everyone sh- thinks that, yeah. Okay, good. It's not just me. No, no, I got you, man. So when she showed the, the, essentially the liners rolled out and then the glue goes on it and then it's baked and then all of the other layers are added. And then at the end they pull that, that particular piece of liner off and it doesn't stick. Everything is just pressed together essentially. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, but the glue stuck at the beginning. (laughs) How does that? So I'm blown away by So the glue didn't stick at the beginning. The liner was laying flat and the glue was applied over top of it. And so then the liner still has its non-adhesion properties, okay. the glossy face to See, it. this is why i got to go through it again. <laughs> no, this is good. Uh, so they use the liner to as a substrate just to hold the glue in place. But the glue doesn't adhere to it the same way it doesn't adhere to the liner that they use in the final tape. Everything lays on. They, they press it all together. They peel the liner off the same way you would on the job site. And then they just put a different liner on different it liner. that's more appropriate for Have you thought shipping about packaging. Being a tour guide for Sega, so the people like I me have, can understand. If I could live here, yeah, they have I, a high quality of living. I hear, yeah, and, and it was all clean. Yeah. I know you know. I know you mentioned that, like the yeah. building's clean, but on the manufacturing side, it's like where's the where's the yeah. little dust bunnies and yeah, and they were like, oh, well, this liner, yes, it's not part of the final product, but we can reuse it a bunch of times, and then when we're done with it, we use it for packaging. Yeah, yeah. Since <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Good for you guys. Yeah. You know, uh, I also would like to point out, and this happened last time I was here, uh, we get to see all this incredible technology and ingenuity and. The fact that they make the tape in a huge roll and then slice it to whatever you want so you could order whatever mm-hmm. you want, basically. Uh, and everybody gets more excited about the robots packing boxes at the end. The <laughs> robots just like, oh, yeah, cool. so did I. <laughs> yeah. I totally did that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed with... So before we did the factory tour, you know, sitting down with somebody else with a PhD and showing us the testing and, like, prototypes, iterations, how they how they test. I forget how many was the one at least a hundred. I think. Yeah. Yep. And it, and they tested on job sites. They've got it attached and exposed to the weather for years on end. So it blows me away to see how much engineering has to go into the chemical and then the testing to make sure that it works, you know, that it's sticky and all of that, but it's not necessarily too sticky so that you can work with it. That's one thing, but then to manufacture it so that it works at yeah. scale. And this isn't that big of a building. Yeah, and she said it's like 12 employers or something yeah. to run a shift. Yep. And it's like, I, it gives me way more appreciation for when I have a product in my hand mm-hmm. of knowing there is so much more under the hood than I could have ever imagined. Ben's waving at us with another mouthful of ribs, too. <laughs> wow. Just breathe, Ben. Just <laughs> Hi, breathe, <Colin>. dude. <laughs> but no, Sorry. cool. I'm, d- I'm distracted by the fish tank of dorks. <laughs> that we get to see from this window. <laughs> what do you think they're saying about us? Uh, oh, yeah. Look oh, at wow. them. I wonder if they pressed record this time. <laughs> One of the other really cool things about the um, the employment process of, of being an employee here. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to wait and talk about that in a minute at the very end because that was kind of how it applied for our yeah. very end. Sorry. Uh, we got to see another, which I think was the more revolutionary, even more than the window corner 
we got to see a basically a boot flashing product that they're going to make. Not out yet. Not out yet. Yep. Etienne on, on Instagram is build tight. You can send him a message and say, Jake and Tim and Chris said that these were available and that they were free. Uh, <laughs> Etienne's going to love us for this one. <laughs> well, we get to find out whether or not Etienne listens to the podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what we get to find. Uh, so there are other manufacturers that have been making EPDM boots that then you get taped to the wall or some, some adhesive boots. So you have a wire, you have a pipe, uh, you have uh, a plumbing penetration, you know, water spigot, whatever. Uh, but all those products were either a paper face product that tends to fall apart during the construction product project or a plastic project product that works great. But then you also have to apply tape to it. They figured out, hey, we make some of the best tape that there is. Why don't we make one of these products? So it's an EPDM boot, which is the same as like Goodyear Firestone used to make roofing out of or still make roofing out of, or like many other manufacturers make a, a plumbing product or the OD flashings that go on a roof. It's EPDM, so it's rated for whatever that, you know, it's three months worth of UV or something like that. Uh, and then their Fintrum tape, which is my favorite tape that they make because we use it all the time. And it has a split back on it, and you can slide the thing over the pipe and then pull the back off and mush it, mush it down. And they had us do a little competition. That was, a, that was a fun one. We should we should note that we're going to talk about it, even though all three of us lost both times. Yeah. I wasn't trying very hard, just saying. Oh, that's what he yeah. always says. My <laughs> yeah. mission was I wasn't trying. quality over speed. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's, let's just play that one off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you failed. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was a fun little competition. We timed ourselves using the old methodology that we've all known with the resin tape taping all of our penetrations, everything like that. And then we had an opportunity to use their new product. I think we came in for the standard taping methods around five to six minutes for most folk. And everyone using their new product came in two minutes or less. I think the fastest was 50 seconds, but we're not going to talk about that guy. Yeah, we're now Because he's still eating ribs. Mr. McRib is going <laughs> to... He, he is carrying his third plate now, if you see that. And that one has... Looks like... Um, cheesecake and ribs on it way to go ben though he does look really happy (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen a plate with cheesecake and ribs though that's that's dedication to the craft there uh but it was cool but you cut they cut the time in half and let's uh, even if it were the exact amount of same amount of time uh if you looked at whoever came in first we won't name names uh on the resand tape where you're cutting a bunch of little pieces of tape to go around a four inch pipe if you look at the quality of that seal versus the quality of the epdm gasket with the fentrum that's a no-brainer like day that's one of those things that like i look at it and i go okay does this add a you know 50 or 100 dollars to the project and it's about the same amount of time i'm still game like i know what water does to buildings i spent 25 years as a remodeler i've I understand what the problem is there and why it's going to suck. And this is a, this is a groundbreaking for me. Like, Oh, I I didn't realize that we could just make this other product better. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing the iterations as they tried out different versions, but this one with the, with the release, with the liner, it's already, you don't have to sit there and, you know, in the first podcast, we were making fun of my hands, which (laughs) I can't, your fingers regulation basketball, just saying, (laughs) 
he added the word regulation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I Not learned the first time. Yeah. yeah, elementary school regulation. Yeah. But the release paper is somewhat loose, kind of in the shape of that penetration. Yeah. So if you install it correctly, you know, fold it and shove it in, it's all you do is tear it off. There's yeah. none of like the picking with the corners, like, because see on my Instagram reel, even though I tried to edit out that part. Remind me when we're done. We said earlier, well, I'll show you how to pull the backing on everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a dog ear from the front to the back. Uh, so, I mean, this is this is a real easy theme. Like, we want to do better by the world. We're trying to do better. We're coming up with new products. We're trying to make your guys' lives easier sort of thing. Like, it all really, it all fits together nicely in a, in a little bow. Like, it, it seems like it's a nice little present to our industry. Well, it's that whole discussion on that feedback right and kind of how we're thinking maybe social media is playing an aspect into this where that line of communication to a manufacturer a company a tool whatever it may be has kind of streamlined in that sense where you literally could just send a message and be like i love this product could you maybe think about doing something like this and Sega clearly is listening to guys like us who have been doing this so yeah you know what sorry to interrupt him the we talked about it's the feedback. It's their access to our information, but it's the same thing as like what Instagram does for our business. It makes us look like professionals. It makes people trust us and respect us before we, some people, not all people, uh, before we start building for them. And that means that the same thing happens when the manufacturer looks at your yeah. Instagram, they look at you and they go, Oh, this guy knows what he's, knows what he's talking about. Yep. You know, maybe not you and I, but probably Chris, you know, and they go, oh, they, this company clearly knows what they're doing. Oh, they sent us a message. We should. Yeah. So maybe it is more than just instant feedback. Maybe it's feedback that's, uh, you know, qualified or quantified beforehand, you know, or set up from a a decent point. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, Etienne's opening with kind of the, the pioneers, right? These guys went the higher in the atmosphere than anybody had at the time, then deeper in the water than anybody had at the time, then around the, the world in a way that nobody ever had before. And what was that last quote? You know, Ben was taking pictures of it. But it's basically, you know, what are you going to be remembered for? Yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? Yeah. And unicycle. Sorry. Wait, were you asking? Unicycle? <laughs> you got to at least juggle if you're going to be on the unicycle. I can do both. Really? Wow. I've never been able to put two together, but... I can do both. That's going to make a good <laughs> Maybe video. we can add it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like to see that. But some they kind CGI. of made that point at the beginning, right? That it's not that you have to do some groundbreaking thing. And so SIG is making things simpler, which might have this huge effect, right, down the road. Yeah. And so now being able to, that direct line between consumer or installer and a manufacturer, we might actually be able to play a bigger role than we ever thought we could. Where what if it's somebody, what if it's one of our ideas or somebody else that's installing. I mean, that's how most of this stuff happens, right? Yeah. And then it gets communicated back. The company looks into it. They try to, you know, um, make it something that works. So if if air sealing is simpler, won't more of us do it? It's a great way. But if it's it. super complicated, then I know that's my personality. It's like that's really complicated. Someone else will figure out how to do it, and I'll just <laughs> wait for them to teach me. Right. Yeah. But now it's getting more simple with these systems. Like you guys talk about Schluter. I personally know people that couldn't frame a wall but can go to Schluter training and now they can install something that, that they're, that's, that's going to hold work. water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk real quick about, uh, one of the things that we learned today, Sega's 
in-house policy for innovation. If you work here, you're required to give a suggestion a week or whatever, every 10 days or something uh, as to how the company might be better. When we were here last time, they actually had a a wide open space downstairs that they've filled in with some equipment now for production reasons. They had a wide open space that just had a few rolls of their substrates in it sitting on pallets. And when we first walked up, it kind of looked like a wasted space. And they're like, oh, well, we had like six high storage here. Uh, and one of our forklift operators realized that he was spending like 30, 30% of his day running the forklift up and down rather than just picking it up and carrying it over where it is. And it was like that came from their in-house idea that everybody can innovate sort of thing. And I, I, it's genius. Like, who knows how the factory operates better than the people that work in the factory? Yeah. You know. Clearly, what is it? Every 10 days, they stop, they sit down, and they actually read. And they really take this feedback. It's not just a box you put in an office and never look at for the next year. It's legitimately like conversation the schedules. Yeah. yeah. And that dedication and commitment to that, that idea of taking this feedback and really trying to make it better is... I, I think Toyota was the example yep. that they had used. Toyota is the one doing that kind of thing. When you go on a factory tour or something like that with them, all it's that free. Yeah. But all they're requiring or asking for is some honest feedback. That's gold. Yeah. And that's what they did for us today. At the very end of the day, they, they passed out a piece of paper and a pencil and said, if you want to have food tonight, I need you to write something down. And you were the first up there. <laughs> <And> I was. <laughs> I was. Do you want to know what mine was? Yeah. It was, uh, you're going to have to make this in this flashing, uh, boot in a eight inch because so many of the HVAC returns are eight inch and they hadn't pr- promoted that they were going to make that eight inch. Want to know what mine was? What? Let us go home before eight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold us hostage. <laughs> you want to know what my brother's was? More bathroom breaks. <laughs> Very innovative. We drank a lot the, of coffee. The Euler today. family. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of known for that. He's a really nice I'm ready for that and I need to pee. Can we go? <laughs> this was really interesting, but I need to pee. <laughs> On that note, I can tell that uh, I, I do owe you guys a debt of gratitude for doing it a second time and apparently missing out on the ribs completely because Ben's plate is clean. <laughs> wow, he's like going in for five. another. That is, uh, is that five? I think it I counted four. It's got to take a lot of protein to build a beard like that. <laughs> Those two things correlate. Well, if it's real. <laughs> well, let's be honest. If your beard was longer than that, you would know. You should have seen it a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I don't know what the publication schedule is for this. Tim's going to join me every day this week. We're going to record a podcast, a, a daily wrap-up. Let me just pre-apologize to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can skip the next four or five yeah. if you are tired of Tim already. It's Chris, okay. I'll come join you. Chris, thank you for sitting in. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and your wife. You as well, Tim. Uh, and, and thank Likewise, you Likewise, now I definitely know that your better half is much smarter than you. This is I, a truly I've is. seen it in My person. better half. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she helped me work a door doorknob earlier. So, <laughs> Well, let's be honest. These European doors, Euro, I go the doorknobs. wrong way they every are. time. Yep. Yep. I can't get. We, we, can't, we just want to eat. We can't get out of the room. Every door is different. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>